didn't get the produ- the uh, production elements changed in time for to say president of the first place Arizona Diamondbacks. It's got a nice ring to it, and hopefully that's something permanently we can add to the open for Derek Hall, who joins us right now on the uh, Arizona Sports Line. What do you think about that, Derek? Uh, Benny, I think it's uh, it's going to be tough to stay atop this division with our <laughs> yes. opponents, but I would love it. I mean, we can at least say it today, can't we? Yes, yes we can. And another <laughs> yeah. series win. I was, uh, you know, We had Tori on yesterday, and we, we spent a lot of the conversation talking about style of play and how aggressive the Diamondbacks have been on the base paths, as advertised. But to win two out of three against a good team in Milwaukee without a stolen base shows that this team can win a couple of different ways. How good do you feel about that? I, I do feel good about it, and and you could also see when our guys were on base yesterday, it, it was it seemed to be in the head of the pitcher and the opposition and the catcher. So uh-huh. um, I, I think they're very aware of who we are. So we're starting to get a bit of a target on our backs to the way we play, but that's okay because that's their style and that's not going to change. When you face Corbin Burns the night before, who was electric, I, I mean that's the best stuff I've ever seen out of him, I and mean, he's such a great pitcher. You, you can't steal bases when you don't get on base. So you know mm-hmm. it's nice to bounce back from that that loss and. To take that series again, we talk about it, but you know, to go five and two on a homestand that included the Dodgers and and the Brewers, that's tough to do, uh, especially with our track record the last couple of years. Yeah, but this is—I think this is probably about as good of a beginning as you could have scripted. Um, your your thoughts on the ceiling of this baseball team and and what they may have confirmed over the f- first couple two three weeks of the season. Yeah, Beck, I think I, it definitely is confirmation that these young guys are not scared. They have a lot of confidence. They love the game, and they also like the pressure that they put on the opposition. I think that's just going to continue. So I, I think it's a team that, that could resist losing streaks just because they do have the ability to snap out of a, out of a, a bad place. It looked like that the other night. You know, They certainly were flat, and they were going against one of the league's best pitchers and, like I said, rebounded right back yesterday. So I think that, that shows me you know, that that could be a resilient team. But on the other hand, I, I still think we have some holes. I think we, we still need to, to improve in especially our relief pitching. You know, I think the, the first half of our bullpen, we've had some inconsistency. And we're going to try and shore that up. You know, we're going to try and uh, establish some roles. I think we've had some dominant pitching out of the bullpen. You guys touched on it earlier. Chafin's been remarkable. I think Nelson's been fantastic. You know, Ginkle's had, had good moments. Um, so, so Castro has shown that he has electric stuff. So it's there. We just have to be a little bit more consistent, and if a starting pitcher is only going to go five, six innings, that we know we can still hold that lead and close out a game. Derek Hall, president and CEO of the Arizona Diamondbacks, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Focusing on Corbin Carroll, who is in a unique situation for a young player as a rookie, already rewarded with a big-time contract, only 32 games on it on his Major League resume. But, you know, if you look at the numbers and how he's played, he's already been one of the most productive rookies in, in the National League. Overall, how do you think Corbin Carroll has handled that that added pressure, if it does add pressure to a player like him, Derek? Yeah, you know, Vince, I don't think he feels the pressure at all, and he shows that. I mean, he signed that contract, went right back out, and continued to you know pick up where he left off, and I, I still think, obviously, the best is yet to come with him. Um, he's just such a professional, and, and he's got the right focus, and he's committed. Uh, I don't worry about him at all. I think he has handled that, if you want to call pressure or the news, um, you know, in, in, in best fashion possible. He is a fun player to watch every night. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be one of the best, uh, not only on our roster, but in baseball, I believe. 
that's putting pressure on someone, but we really have a lot of faith in him, obviously, by the commitment we made to his contract. And, and um, you know, I think the rest of the team sees it, too. They feed off it. But this guy is, boy, I mean, he's so versatile. He can do so many things. I mean, the power yesterday to go opposite field uh, at a time when we needed it after we just gave up three runs and, and really got out of a jam and a mess because of Chafin. Uh, but, you know, he, he just comes through. He always does. And, and uh, he's the type of guy when he's on deck, you know, Vince, you look and go, oh, good, Corbin's coming up. You know, and you can't wait to see that bat. And you see it with fans, too. I mean, it, when his name is announced, there, there's just a little bit of electricity in the stands. When you take a look at uh, at the depth you guys have in the pitching rotation, something like I said before, it kind of took me by surprise. We all heard about the position players and the outfielders and all that. With that in mind, what is the organizational plan with patience and Madison Bumgarner? Well, that's a great question. Um, you know, and I think if, if you ask him, he's probably more frustrated than anybody. This is a guy who's got a great track record. He's been a terrific pitcher. Some say he's on his way to Cooperstown. And, you know, because of the dominance he's had in the playoffs and such a great career, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because now you're going on the road. You, you have had really good starts. Um, as I said, he's frustrated and wants to figure it out. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, he's, um, you know, he's a professional. He, he's working hard with, with Stromy and, you know, with Fetters and his, in his side sessions, his bullpens. Um, and, and you do believe he will figure it out. And there were flashes last year, Bick, where not just the Atlanta game, but there were times where he was he was carrying the rotation and going six, seven innings. So you know it's there, and it's a matter of making adjustments. He's going to go to a, a really talented young team tomorrow night, and it's going to be a challenge. So we'll see how, how he reacts. But um, we expect you know stronger performances out of him, and he certainly expects it out of himself. Derek Hall, president and CEO of the D-backs, our weekly guest here on Bickley and Murata Morning. So I'm going to shift the focus now to a broadcasting question, Derek, and I'm sure you're Uh-oh. really happy to talk about it. Uh, the, the, the Diamond Sports, of course, the, the parent company of Valley Sports Arizona and the regional networks filed for bankruptcy, and the latest headlines read that uh, it seems like Diamond Sports is trying to give the Diamondbacks the short end of the stick in terms of what is owed to the ball club. Uh, a, how frustrating is this right now for you, and B, what is the latest and, and what can fans expect that might be concerned about D-backs being on t- television? Sure. Well, you know, number one, we have to make sure that we are televised. And so that's our first and, and top priority. We've communicated that to Diamond and just said, look, if you're going to get to the point where, where you're never going to pay us and you're going to reject the contract, please do it early so that we can move and pivot really quick to plan B and tell our fans where they can then go see baseball. Um, you know, Major League Baseball and the commissioner have said any of these teams that may be impacted, we're going to find a way to get them on the air. So that's comforting. I, I just hope that, you know, we can work this out. Of course, as I said, it is in bankruptcy court. It's not something that I've gone through. I'm learning a lot. Unfortunately, I'm getting a PhD overnight in, in <laughs> bankruptcy with RSNs. And, uh, it, you know, we were, we were the first team not to get paid. Now there's a couple more that are swimming in our pool, too. And it, it's, uh, it, it's frustrating. We're scratching our heads. But there's 14 teams that are Bally. And I hope at the end of the day, we're all still working under the same agreements that we you know, originally signed. And, um, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Our next payment is in the next couple of months. But uh, they do have the right to televise our games without us, you know, getting a, a penny. But but again, 
as long as our fans get to see games, that's most important. We'll worry about this later and, and see how the courts rule it. Yeah, this is not the this is this is the time to be visible. This is not the time to have your right. customers looking for the product. <laughs> Amen, Vic. No bueno. All right, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna run the question by you that I ran uh, by Tori Lavello, and that is, uh, I think a couple years from now, maybe three years from now, if you guys get where you want to go, I think we're all gonna look back and just marvel at how Mike Hazen was able to put together this great young team while dealing with un unspeakable personal loss and then you fold in Tori Lovello uh, not many managers come back from a, a, a 110 loss season and yet you guys stuck with him even though it was a series of one-year contracts and 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 look at what you got now uh, the connectivity that the tough times has built your leadership of this baseball team can you feel it does it matter Oh, yeah, it definitely matters. And, and that's a great question, a great point. And, and I'm glad that we did stick with them. Uh, I think the world of Mike and his team around him, they're very talented. They're very smart. They know how to build a roster. And you're right. What he went through, you know, we needed to support him. And, and the, the love and support we have for Tori as well. That was a time, Bick, where, you know, we all were accountable. And we, we said that. I mean, I said that with you guys. It, it, was, it would not be fair to point the finger and say, you guys lost all those games. We, we signed up for it, you know. And, and the decisions that we made, it's not just them in a vacuum. It's all of us putting our heads together and saying we're the ones saying, yes, we agree. So, um, that you know, it's, it's a little tough to place blame on anybody when we all needed to, to share the, the, you know, the blame. And so uh, I'm really pleased with their, where they've gone. They deserve it. And I, I hope you're right. I hope in two or three years we, we are the team that we think we're going to be. And uh, with the talent that we have, the depth that we have, the question you asked earlier, Bick, too, about pitching, I mean, we're seeing it with the position players. But when you still have Walston and you have – you know, fought, and now you see Jamison in the in the rotation. We've got a lot of depth, and at some point, Lawler and Drew Jones. I mean, it's exciting times, and that's why you you see that coming. And with that forecast, you think, let's see how that group of players that you know, our scouts and our scouting department and our drafts produced and our player development produced. Let's see how, how our, how our general manager and manager do with that staff. And, uh, you're, they're showing they're, you know, they're the right group for it. I hope Derek, great stuff as always. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you again next week.